Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Grisham runs, here's the pitch, and that's it in the air. Deep down the left field line, Jones over to the wall, at the fence, gonna go! Home run, Xander Bogarts! The Padres, a walk-off win, down to their final strike in the bottom of the ninth inning, score the first two runs of this game, and beat the Rockies two to nothing on Bogart's second career walk-off home run. What a moment here at Petco Park. Xander Bogarts, a walk-off two-run home run to give the Padres a 2-0 win here in downtown San Diego. Padres winning their sixth consecutive game. And what a game this was for a, go- a game that was only 2-0 at the end of the night. There is so much to talk about. Blake Snell, seven no-hit innings. Padres had a combined no-hitter into the ninth inning. It was still scoreless, though, going bottom nine. And Xander Bogarts, in the early part of his Padres career, no doubt to this point here in 2023, his signature moment. And a moment it feels like the Padres have been waiting for all year long. A big hit in a big spot and a walk-off two-run home run for the Padres as they beat the Rockies 2-0, just the second walk-off win for the Padres this season, their first since April. What a game here tonight. There is a lot to talk about on the pitching side. Offensively, a lot of things that didn't go right throughout this game offensively for the Padres, but Xander Bogarts made you forget all of it with a huge moment here at Petco Park, a two-run home run to win it. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. lot to do. When we come back, we'll recap this game in its entirety. I also caught up with Xander Bogarts on the field right after the game just moments ago. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. This has got to be the, the most eventful 2-0 game I've ever seen. And we're going to talk all about it as the Padres win a sixth in a row. They'll go for a series sweep against Colorado tomorrow. Our postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight. The Padres win it in walk-off fashion as they beat the Colorado Rockies 2 to nothing. Xander Bogarts, a walk-off home run to win it in what was one heck of a game here at Petco Park. A 2-0 final score. But there is so much to talk about. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we break this one down and we tell you what you need to know about this game. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. I also caught up with tonight's hero, really one of the heroes tonight for the Padres, Xander Bogarts. I caught up with him on the field one-on-one right after the game. You'll hear that. Lot to get to on our post-game coverage. But first... Let's recap how this one went down. 
Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. We begin with the pitching. Pitching, pitching, pitching was the story early on. Blake Snell had to work around two walks in the second, but that was all he dealt with in four scoreless innings and hitless innings to open up the game. Padres, though, had opportunities against Ryan Feltner. Runners on first and second in the second inning. They didn't score. Same situation in the fourth inning. Again, they could not score. We still had a scoreless game heading to the fifth inning. Snell struck out two in a scoreless, hitless inning. Blake Snell was through five no-hit innings here at Petco Park. But Ryan Feltner dealt a 1-2-3 frame in the bottom half of the fifth. He was done after five. So we went to the sixth inning, still nothing-nothing. Blake Snell back to work against the very top of the Rockies' order. He got a ground out, a fly out, then it was Chris Bryant. 1-1 to Bryant, reach four, hit in the air down the right field line. Long run, Fernando on the move to the line, gets there to make the catch, and in the inning. Would have been a fair ball. And Tatis covered an awful lot of ground to get there and make the play. Six hitless innings thrown by Blake Snell. In the bottom half, Juan Soto hit a leadoff double. Luis Camposano was hit by a pitch. Soto stole third base on a strikeout of G-Man Choi. So the Padres had runners on first and third, one out. Again, a scoreless game at this point. Jerks and Profar at the plate. A really weird moment as Profar showed bunt. Rockies reliever Gavin Hollowell fell as he threw the pitch. It basically bounced to home plate. Juan Soto was caught off third base as he started to come home on what looked like a safety squeeze at the very least, that was out number two as the Rockies were able to tag out Soto, who was straying from that third base bag. Jerks and Profar lined out the center to end the inning. An outstanding catch from Brendan Doyle to end the frame. We were still scoreless going to the top half of the seventh inning. Blake Snell at that point sitting at eight strikeouts and in that process already setting a new career high for strikeouts in a season, he struck out Chris Bryant, his ninth of the night, struck out Nolan Jones, his tenth of the night. At that point, six and two-thirds, no-hit innings. It was a Lauris Montero at the plate. Here it is on one and two, and a swing and a miss. Got him to go after another curveball in the dirt. A ten-strikeout night for Blake Snell, and seven no-hit shutout innings from the Padre left-hander. All right, seven no, uh, shut, seven no hit innings for the Padres uh, left-hander. Let me correct that. I was looking at something incorrectly there for a second. Let me tell you about the seventh inning one more time because that was actually Goodman striking out. Pardon me. Still getting set up here after getting up from the interview. In that seventh inning, a walk to Nolan Jones. Then Snell would get a fly out from Diaz. Two strikeouts of Montero and Goodman. That was 10 strikeouts on the night for Blake Snell at the end of seven no-hit innings. And still in that process of getting the 10 here tonight, he set a new career high for strikeouts in a season. So all that still sort of true for Blake Snell. What you need to know, seven no-hit innings. My bad on that seventh inning. We were still scoreless going to the bottom half of the seventh inning here at Petco Park. Padres would make some noise, traffic on the bases in the seventh inning. They couldn't find a way to score again. We went to the eighth inning. Blake Snell came out of the game. He was done after 104 pitches. So the Padres, again, a scoreless game. Still no hitting the Colorado Rockies as Robert Suarez came on. He struck out Trejo for out number one. Got a ground out from Doyle for out number two. Then it was Ezekiel Tovar with two out, nobody on. It was Suarez against Tovar. Suarez has gotten the first two in the eighth, another 3-2, swing and a miss, 99-mile-an-hour fastball. And the Rockies go 1-2-3 here in the eighth inning. They do not have a hit in this game. So the Padres still no hitting the Rockies through eight innings. We went to the bottom half of the eighth inning, still no score. Fernando Tatis Jr. started the inning with a double against Rockies reliever Justin Lawrence. Then Juan Soto walked, a fielder's choice by uh, Luis Camposano after Tatis uh, stole third. Uh, Tatis came home on the play. Fielder's choice went 5-2. to two. Tatis tagged out at home plate. So at that point, the Padres still had 2-1. G-Man Choi walked. That loaded the bases. So the situation, bases loaded, one out. Jerks and Profar at the plate in a scoreless game. He grounded into a 1-2-3 double play to end the inning. 
We went to the ninth inning. Josh Hader came on. Again, still the Rockies. No hits in this game. In a scoreless game, Brendan Rodgers hit a single to begin that inning. That was the first hit of the night, a softly hit single for the Rockies. There would be another one-out single from Nolan Jones, but a big double play ball off the bat of Elias Diaz to end the inning. So the Rockies did pick up a couple of hits in that ninth inning. The combined no-hit bid was over, but the Padres were still in a scoreless game with the Rockies going to the bottom half of the ninth. Tyler Kinley came on out of the Rockies' bullpen. He struck out Matthew Bowden for out number one. Trent Grisham walked. Eggy Rosario struck out for out number two. Xander Bogarts then dug in. A scoreless game. The winning run on base. Bogarts had the count go to three and two against Kinley. Grisham runs. Here's the pitch, and that's it in the air. Deep down the left field line. Jones over to the wall. At the fence. Gonna go! Home run, Xander Bogarts. The Padres, a walk-off win, down to their final strike in the bottom of the ninth inning, score the first two runs of this game and beat the Rockies 2-0 on Bogart's second career walk-off home run. What a moment here at Petco Park as the Padres win a wacky wild one, 2-0 over the Rockies for a sixth consecutive win. So again, the Padres scored two runs in this game, both on the Bogarts home run to end it. The Padres had a combined no-hitter heading into the ninth inning. Blake Snell, outstanding. Seven hitless innings. He got the no decision. Robert Suarez, a hitless eighth inning. Josh Hader, a scoreless ninth inning, certainly a big part of this win as well. And the Padres win it 2-0, and they'll go for a series sweep of Colorado tomorrow. Great stuff for the Padres here tonight. What a moment for Xander Bogarts, and uh, we'll uh, talk with Xander Bogarts coming up in just a handful of minutes. First, let's go downstairs here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Bob, six wins in a row now. You've won three series in a row. Is the team playing some of its best baseball this season right now, do you think? Yeah, and won a walk-off game at home, which has been, I mean, it's been a long time. So, you know, we had some opportunities, obviously, the inning before, and, and uh, you know, it's been having trouble executing in those situations. So to be able to, to get that one was, was big for us. Um, you know, we just felt like so many times last year we get in those situations, we're going to win those games every time, and now we're, you know, stuck at times not executing, but obviously a big hit there by Xander. Does it seem like Xander lately is showing the player that everyone expected him to be LC? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's been a couple months now, you know, and, and I think he's really kind of inspired, you know, leading off now too. He likes to do that. He's been getting on base. Um, and obviously came up in a, in a big spot right there with a homer. But, yeah, he's been he's up to 280 now. Yeah, he's playing really good baseball. You have to talk about Blake. How difficult was that decision to take him out, or what, was it not at that point? Not really. I mean, he it, look, he, he was pretty realistic and even said to me, it's going to be tough for me to finish nine. So, um, you know, over 100 pitches, seven innings, pretty good outing, no hits, you know, but um, – it wasn't that wasn't that tough. Do you think the decision was easier for him? I mean, him acknowledging that based on what he had done the previous couple of times. It's not the first time he's been in that situation. Well, yeah, and I, you know what? I mean, it's really late in the season now. You know, he's not, he hasn't thrown over 100 pitches very often, and to try to get through two more innings would, would have been a stretch. So he was pretty realistic and agreed. What was that conversation like, though? Um, it was quick. <clears throat> what, what, what can you say about just what he did tonight and kind of what he's really done for the last – He four and he has. And I'll tell you what, Luis Campisano had a heck of a game behind the plate because he got beat up about ten different times. It seemed like took a ball off the net, the throat, couple, you know, blocking. Had, Blake had one of those curveballs that, that was check swing, swing and miss a lot, and he was having to keep that ball in front. So between the two of them, they really had a, you know, a nice game together. It's been kind of – New here since Gary's gone down, but Blake hasn't missed a beat. And that means a lot uh, that Campy's really been, you know, a quick study and somebody that that Blake feels confident that he can throw those pitches in the dirt. A few starts ago, it kind of felt like the Cy Young Award race was maybe up in the air. And for what Blake has done in the last three outings, kind of since then, what does that say about that race? Yeah, I mean, when every time you go out there, you know something 
could potentially sway it one way or the other. So you have to to be, I don't want to say perfect, but can't give up too many runs. So he goes out there on a mission. I think he's really confident uh, in what he's doing. And he still has, what, a couple more starts left that, um, you know, are going to each and every one are going to be that much more important. But today's game was a big one for him. I think a lot of things in this game would suggest he's in a pretty good spot as we go into the next couple. How much of uh, Xander's resurgence do you think was him getting past like bad habits that he had picked up? First, you know, he had to get healthy, but then also get back to being Xander. And when did you kind of notice that? Um, well, it, it felt different after he got the shot. So, I mean, but he was dry, starting to drive balls and so forth. But there are a lot of things that you do to keep yourself in the lineup that probably aren't the right thing to do, you know, as far as some of your swings, some of your balance, where your direction is, what you're trying to do. So I think, you know, for a while there, it was just try to block the ball the other way because he wasn't able to drive it. But it, it seems like once we got into the second half and he started to drive some balls, he does a lot of work in the cage. He hits in the cage in between innings. I've never seen anybody in the cage so much. So he's comfortable and, and you know, he's got a track record of being that guy. So we're seeing that right now. You ever seen a play like the one where Soto got I, there were a lot of plays today that that seemed like you got to be kidding me, right? So we have a safety on there, and Juan's coming down, and now he trips and throws the ball in the dirt, and so he takes off because thinking the ball's gonna, you know, he's gonna have a chance to go to the screen, and, and obviously didn't work out that way. So that was pretty pretty rare instance. Jerickson appeared to be point like he pulled off, right? Because he thought the pitcher looked like that. Yeah, it just it was just not an instinctive thing you know that you see very often that you're ready for so yeah I think you know Jerkson pulled back and it was it was odd you've had a few games this season where you've had you've got to be kidding me moments and then yeah. you lost those games what was different about tonight that you were able to kind of put those moments in the we room? had to but there were a couple more too you know ground ball to third Toddy's probably trying to do a little too much there which we've seen him many times just you know, by will and, and instinct, ends up scoring, and then, you know, tap her back to the mound. Now all of a sudden it's a one, two, three double play. You have to put those things out of your mind that you're like, you know, here we go again. Um, and hopefully the one swing by Xander helps us along those lines. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park after this. Really thrilling. 2 nothing win for the Padres here tonight over the Colorado Rockies. Xander Bogarts, the walk-off two-run home run. Blake Snell, seven no-hit innings in this game. Padres took a combined no-hitter into the ninth inning. The Rockies getting two softly hit singles in the ninth inning, and that set the stage as we went to the bottom half of the ninth inning in a scoreless affair for Xander Bogarts with the dramatic walk-off swing. Sam Levitt back with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Bill at Petco Park. We'll go back downstairs. You'll hear my conversation with Xander Bogarts from just moments after his walk-off home run. We're getting that ready for you right now, so stay tuned for that. But Look, there was so much to talk about in this game, and yes, for the Padres, there were tons of missed opportunities throughout this game offensively, especially in the eighth inning in a scoreless game. Padres loaded the bases with one out, Jerks and Profar grounding into a 1-2-3 double play. Padres also left one on in the seventh inning, one on in the sixth inning, two on in the fourth inning, one on in the third, two on in the second inning, nine in total here tonight. They had opportunities to provide Blake Snell and then Robert Suarez with some run support. They just couldn't find a way to do it. And credit to Colorado's pitching staff tonight, Ryan Feltner and his return to the mound here tonight uh, for the first time since May was really good. Five scoreless innings. They're their bullpen did a good job uh, until uh, Kinley in the ninth inning. So, look, this was uh, really an outstanding ball game in a number of different respects, and the Padres found a way to win it on the final swing by Xander Bogarts. Speaking of Xander, let's go downstairs. Here was my conversation with Xander Bogarts moments after his walk-off swing. Xander first. Did you think you kept it fair? Did you think you got enough? Not really. Uh... I mean, it's not Fenway Park with that big wall right there. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I saw the left fielder going towards the wall, and I'm like, oh, man, he really got this one. Uh, I'm so happy with out. Xander, your first walk-off hit as a member of the San Diego Padres. What were your emotions rounding those bases? 
pick up the boys, you know, pick up the team. Uh, I know our record is not good in extra eating, so if there's any way we can not get there, it's, it's pretty fine. So, uh, I mean, this is what you dream of, you know, trying to trying to win the game, walk off. I mean, I wasn't taking a home right there. Uh, Pitcher was throwing me pretty tough that at bat, so uh, I'm happy it went out. Why go to extra innings when you can win it in the ninth inning, right? Finally, sixth straight win for this team. What's working right now? Man, everyone's just contributing, you know. Uh, for the most part of this year, it's, it's been maybe one, two, three guys that have been clicking at the same time, but now I feel like the most part of the team is clicking. The starter today, but those guys threw a great game. Going up against Snell, he, he really threw good. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely good to win games, especially this time of the year. Uh, we're ready until they tell us otherwise. Xander, congratulations on an awesome moment here in downtown San Diego. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. That was Xander Bogarts right after the game. Great stuff with Xander. And look, this was the type of swing. This has been the type of moment that this season has eluded this ball club so often. And this has been the type of game, you know, weird in a lot of ways, that the Padres have not won on many occasions this season. But right now, even though it's late, even though the record is what it is, still at 74 and 78 after tonight as the Padres are really now starting to creep back towards 500, things do feel, I think, a little bit different right now than they have throughout the rest of this season. The six-game win streak, Padres are now 12-5 and in the month of September, and that was a big moment for Xander Bogarts, who has had his ups and downs here in his first season in San Diego, and man, what a moment. Uh, for Xander with the walk-off home run. Just got it out, just kept it fair, and uh, quite a night here at Petco Park at the end of it, really. Seven no-hit innings for Blake Snell. You thought you might see a no-hitter tonight. You were wondering what would happen as this game continued to be scoreless into the seventh and the eighth and into the ninth, but the Padres make it uh, arguably their win of the year. I mean, if you really want to look at it, maybe that that win uh, with the Soto home run to go ahead on the road in L.A. Uh, last week, that felt like one of the best wins of the year for the Padres. But here tonight, this one was really good. Excellent here at home. And uh, the fans going home happy after a 2 nothing win. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Come back with much more on our postgame coverage after this from Petco Park. <laughs> Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 2 and the Rockies nothing. Xander Bogarts, the walk-off two-run shot in the ninth inning to win it. What a ball game it was. So much to talk about, including the fact that the Padres had a combined no-hitter going into the ninth inning, and they had opportunities in uh, multiple innings to score some runs and provide some offense, but we still had a scoreless game going into the bottom half of the ninth inning. For a second there, uh, you thought maybe this thing was destined for extra innings and maybe destined for extra innings with the Padres still yet to allow a hit. Didn't end up uh, being that way, and quite frankly, like you heard Xander allude to in the post-game interview, probably a good thing it didn't go to extra innings considering the way the Padres have played in extra innings this season. But Xander Bogarts with one swing made sure we weren't going to extras as the Padres win it 2 nothing on certainly to this point in his very early Padre career. He's going to be here a long time. Xander Bogarts with uh, the moment of his early Padre career, very memorable here tonight at Petco Park for a variety of different reasons. One of those reasons, the pitching. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Here it is on one and two. And a swing and a miss. Got him to go after another curveball in the dirt. A 10-strikeout night for Blake Snell and seven no-hit shutout innings from the Padre left-hander. What a night for Blake Snell. What an outing. Ten strikeouts and seven no-hit innings. He was tremendous. His final line here tonight, seven innings, no runs, no hits. He did walk four, struck out ten, a grand total of 104 pitches. That was enough for Blake Snell. He was terrific here tonight, no doubt, our ace pitcher of the game. And you look at the way Blake did it here tonight, and it's really the continuation of the way he's done it 
uh, throughout the season, although maybe a little bit different here tonight. Because as we've talked about so much for Blake, one of the big things, one of the big reasons he's had so much success this year is his four-pitch mix, being able to use the four-seamer, the curveball, the changeup, the slider, use them all this year and really mix it up differently depending on the start. Here tonight uh, for Blake Snell, let me just update this before I uh, tell you the numbers here so I get everything accurate. One second here, live radio. Okay, here we go. Out of his 104 pitches here tonight, he threw... 42% 42% fastball, 37% curve, 20% changeup. How about this? He threw, according to StatCast, one slider out of 104 pitches. That slider can be, and often is, a pitch that he relies on a lot. He threw one. And that has been part of the magic for Blake Snell this season, his ability to throw all those four, uh, all those four pitches in any outing, for strikes in any count, get guys to chase all over the place on all these different pitches. The stuff is tremendous, and Blake Snell was on his A game here tonight. And if he wasn't the front runner for the National League Cy Young Award before tonight, you better bet he is right now, for sure. So he was that good here tonight. This was, I mean, you want to talk about having a statement type of start in a push for a second Cy Young right here tonight. It was, it was it for Blake Snell. Seven no-hit innings against the Colorado Rockies. And we'll continue to dive into what Blake Snell continues to do because uh, just uh, uh, tremendous uh, what he continues to accomplish in this run he's been on since late May. And we'll uh, get the numbers together and dive deeper into it as we roll along here on our post-game show. When we come back, we'll start taking some of your phone calls. would love to hear from you. If you were at the game here tonight, would love to hear your thoughts. Would love to hear your experience as this game went along, as a potential no-hitter is brewing, as the game's still scoreless, as Xander Bogarts hits the home run. Would love to hear from you because this was this was a weird, wacky, but a memorable one here tonight at Petco Park. Padres win it 2-0. Xander Bogarts, the walk-off two-run home run. Post-game show continues when we return on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 2 and the Rockies nothing. What a ball game here tonight at Petco Park. It had really a little bit of everything, tremendous pitching. We had a potential combined no-hitter, a potential combined no-hitter heading into extra innings. But Xander Bogarts made sure that uh, we wouldn't go to extras here tonight. And like we were sort of joking about earlier, probably good news if you're the San Diego Padres, not going to extra innings. But Xander Bogart certainly with his signature moment in the early part of his career as a San Diego Padre, the two-run home run, and the Padres win a sixth consecutive game. They are rolling right now. It took a while to say that here in 2023, probably a little bit later than what you would have hoped for, but Padres are rolling right now. They are hot. I'll officially say it. 12-5 and five in September, six in a row. The Padres are hot right now, and they'll go for a series sweep of the Rockies tomorrow. If you were here tonight, would love to hear from you. I know we have some phone calls to get to. 833-288-0973, the phone number. 833-288-0973, the phone number to call if you want to get in line. And uh, we'll continue to give out our nightly awards. Take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. We'll also replay my one-on-one interview with Xander Bogarts right after the game. On the field, he was drenched in Gatorade. Joe Musgrove, Nick Martinez, uh, throwing the uh, the Gatorade all over him while he was doing the TV interview. Then he came over to me. I, I stayed dry. So that's the good news. And uh, spoke with Xander right after the game. Before we get to your phone calls, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. And one didn't give up a hit. The other did. Now, both through scoreless innings, so they both did their part in this win. But it's got to be Robert Suarez here tonight. One, two, three, eighth inning to keep the combined no-hitter intact. Struck out two. 
21 pitches for Robert Suarez after Blake Snell went seven no-hit innings. So for that reason here tonight, Robert Suarez, a relief pitcher of the game. And Robert's throwing the ball better as of late. We'll dive deeper into what's up. Uh, Robert continues to do coming up a little bit later. I did want to circle back to what we were talking about with Blake Snell because we keep on circling that date for Blake, May 25th. That is really when this entire run began, a day where he went five innings, one run given up against the Washington Nationals on the road. Doesn't sound like a whole lot. But from May 25th until tonight, here are the numbers for Blake Snell. 13-3, 13-3, and 1-2-6 ERA, 22 outings, 129 innings, 179 strikeouts, 70 walks. He's got a 155 opponent batting average in that span, a 107 whip. But again, a 1-2-6 ERA in a span of 22 starts. I mean, that is just marvelous. His overall numbers on the year right now. 31 starts, 233 ERA, 174 innings, 227 strikeouts. He has set a new career high for strikeouts in a single season and a 181 opponent batting average. That is uh, the lowest opponent batting average in Major League Baseball. So as I said earlier, if Blake Snell needed to make one more statement, and he's got a couple of starts left, but he, if he had to make a statement and really make sure he's the front runner heading into the final 10 games or so, Uh, For the National League Cy Young Award, he certainly did it here tonight. This was a statement. Last week against the Dodgers, he was terrific. Six scoreless innings, and here tonight he was even better against this Rockies lineup. Seven no-hit innings, and I think if Blake does go on to win his second Cy Young Award, you're going to circle this one as one to remember. And by the way, you never know, and we don't know how it all shakes out at the end of the day and going into the offseason, but... This could be Blake Snell's final outing, final start as a Padre here at Petco Park at home. Could be. He's a free agent, as we all know, at the end of the season. He's going to get a lot of money from somebody. And uh, according to our friend Annie Heilbrunn, Snell said, and this is uh, Annie on Twitter tweeting this, Snell said he did acknowledge to himself that this this could be it as far as his last Padre start at Petco Park. Quote, make it memorable, he thought to himself before the game. And he certainly did here tonight. All right, before we get to our player of the game, full out-of-town scoreboard, more Xander Bogarts. Let's get to your phone calls, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Let's lead things off with Max calling in from San Diego. Hi, Max. You're on the Padres postgame show on the Padres radio network. How are you? Hey, Sammy, I'm good. Uh, I think there's a bit of fool's gold going on here. I think this game tonight meant more about the Rockies just being 15 years back than the mm-hmm. Padres. Uh, I just I just felt the Padres not supporting Snell as he went through his no-hit effort uh, just sort of epitomized this season of the Padres not fighting for themselves. They fight as individuals but not for themselves as a team. And this game, weirdly, although I get, you know, they, they put in the win and, and we're going to hang another banner for the six-game uh, winning streak that they have up. But they uh, just don't fight for themselves as themselves. They just fight for themselves as individuals. And that seems to be what has been the problem with Padres this year. Thanks, Sammy. And Max, appreciate the call. Look, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll acknowledge what you're saying. I disagree a little bit. Look, I agree. For the first eight innings offensively here tonight, it was, yeah, a lot of what we've seen throughout the year. Missed opportunities in a close game and not backing up great starting pitching. You're right about that. And, look, I'm not trying to say six straight wins, having a good month, the moment here tonight that it erases what's transpired here in 2023. The record is what it is. The standings are what they are, and we all understand that. Okay, I'm not trying to say a six-game win streak (laughs) cures everything else that happened in the the first 140-plus games. But I will disagree with you a little bit in that this kind of game, in a close game, where they need a big hit, a big moment, especially here at home, they have not done that many times this year. They haven't. This kind of game, they have not won a lot this year. So, look, I get it. You know, 
Uh, I get the fool's gold comment, you know, with everything going on right now. But, you know, look, this is the kind of game they, they've struggled to win all year. And you, you just wish it could have come earlier. I totally understand it. But for whatever it's worth, to their credit, they are seemingly finding more ways to win here in the last couple of weeks. And here tonight, this was the type of moment, the type of big swing from one of your big four. We've talked about it a ton, the need for those guys to carry this team, especially in those moments. And they haven't had a lot of that this year. They got it here tonight. So I get it. I totally understand what you're saying. But, um, you know, look, this is at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses. And this has been the kind of game they haven't won this year. And they did win it here tonight. So I do want to give them a, a little bit of credit for that. Let's go to Henry driving home from the game. Hi, Henry. Hi, I just want to share a little magical story. My um, grandson, eight years old, Levi, asked me to take him to the game tonight, last minute. I said, yeah, sure, let's go. And um, as we were sitting uh, by the uh, tunnel leading into the uh, locker room, it was the bottom of the ninth. The Padres were coming off the field, and Bogart uh, ran into the tunnel for a brief moment, and he saw my grandson. He stopped, high-fived my grandson, who was just, yelling his name and calling him out and so when he came back out i told levi hey levi you know he's at bat if he hits a walk-off home run it's it's magical and that's exactly <laughs> what he did and my eight-year-old grandson was blown away by the experience so was everybody in our section they told my grandson don't wash your hand and so when he went to the restroom <laughs> after the game he only washed the right hand not the left <laughs> Uh, cool story, Henry. Thank you for sharing that, and, and hope you had a great time at the game. Appreciate the phone call. That's a great story. And look, uh, in a season where you know it, it has not lived up to expectations, we, we all understand that. Look, you're in the final homestand in a season that, as far as the fan support here at Petco Park, as we know, it has truly been magical with what the fans have done, and you all deserve a lot of credit for that. Already uh, a new Petco Park attendance record, the 56 sellouts, all of it. Uh, that's a cool moment, Henry, and thank you for sharing. I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad uh, you got to experience that uh, here tonight. What a cool moment. And then Xander, the walk-off home run. Let's go to Jeremy on the way home from the game. Hi, Jeremy. You're on the Padres Radio Network. How are you? Hey, doing great after that walk-off win. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so just wanted to kind of share our story. I'm uh, here in the car with my, my wife and my newborn baby um my wife is korean and so our our baby has korean heritage as well as you probably know is korean heritage night mm -hmm. tonight and so we were excited to see ha song kim of course he didn't play today so we were disappointed about that but made up for the fact that we got this awesome walk-off home run and of course um g-man Choi got to play uh which was cool i don't know where that came from because i thought he was injured but uh, also a fun fact, last year for Korean Heritage Night, Ha Sung Kim hit a homer, and we had a walk-off win that night, too. So uh, it's wow. kind of the perfect night for us. Yeah, that's awesome, Jeremy. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, G-Man Choi uh, back in the lineup, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about that over the course of the last couple of weeks uh, in the sense that you thought Choi was done for the year, uh, you know, according to what we heard. But uh, then apparently they did more imaging on his foot, and turns out he didn't have uh, a broken bone in his foot, so he continued his rehab with uh, AAA El Paso and then uh, is back in the lineup. So, uh, look, at, you know what, I'll tell you this. Nobody will talk about it because the Padres didn't score in that inning, but Choi had a great at-bat, or plate appearance, I should say, in the eighth inning to load the bases in front of Jerks and Profar, who then grounded into an inning-ending double play. But that, if the Padres had scored in that inning, you would have circled that Choi plate appearance, did a great job battling back after being behind in the count. And uh, look, uh, Choi... Uh, still searching for his first hit as a San Diego Padre. We'll see if he can get it at some point, uh, but certainly uh, you can ex uh, you can expect to see him uh, in the lineup here uh, down the stretch. All right, we'll uh, get back to more of your phone calls here coming up. We've got a number of people waiting on hold, so we will get back to them, I promise, here coming up in just a little bit. 833-288-0973, the phone number to call as always. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today.
Our player of the game here tonight, Xander Bogarts. It's got to be him, right? Provided the only offense in this game, the walk-off two-run home run. Certainly Blake Snell, very deserving as well. But that's uh, why we have our ace pitcher of the game. So Xander Bogarts, player of the game here tonight. He continues to put together a terrific month of September. Now is an eight-game hitting streak. And in the month of September now, a 453 batting average in 16 games. Four home runs, eight doubles, a triple, eight RBIs, 500 on base percentage, 1297 OPS. He's having a terrific finish to this season. And whether it's the health, whether it's just working on different things, like we heard Bob Melvin allude to earlier, whatever he's doing right now, he's doing it right. And if this is a preview of what we might see from Xander throughout the course of next year, that's... That's something special. So we'll see what happens uh, in the weeks to come and into spring training, all that. It's all a long ways away, but you do know this. Here to wrap up this season, Xander Bogarts has looked like the guy that, you know, he looked like in April when he got off to such a good start. Then there was that point where you, you, you know exactly when it was, when he got hit on the wrist by the Spencer Strider pitch and, you know, things fell off after that, and he ends up getting the, you know, the shot in the wrist around the All-Star break. And ever since the All-Star break, he's he's played better. But certainly in the last two, three weeks, this has been a different level for Xander Bogarts, and you hope a sign of things to come. And certainly from, you know, just the, the emotional standpoint, this was no doubt his early moment as a Padre. The walk-off home run just kept it fair, just got it out, and the Padres win it two to nothing. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We will get to more of your phone calls on the other side of this break, 833-288-0973. We'll also hear the home run call, the walk-off call. One more time, you'll hear my conversation with Sander Bogarts from right after the game. We'll replay that for you and wrap things up. Get you ready for tomorrow as the Padres will go for a seventh consecutive win and a three-game sweep of the Rockies. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 2 and the Rockies nothing. Padres with a memorable win here at home. Xander Bogarts walk-off two-run home run. That was really just the cap on the evening because for a lot of this evening, it was about would the Padres throw a no-hitter here tonight? Would Blake Snell throw a no-hitter? Would they have a combined no-hitter? Would they have a no-hitter going into extra innings something crazy like that well they had a no hitter combined going into the ninth inning after uh, Blake Snell went seven no hit innings Robert Suarez a no hit eighth inning then Josh Hader gave up a couple of soft singles in the ninth inning that was no big deal he got out of that inning scoreless and that set up Sander Bogarts with the two run home run to win it in the bottom half of the ninth we'll let you hear that call from Jesse Agler coming up in just a matter of minutes and we'll replay my a conversation with Xander on the field right after the game. And we'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard before we go as well. But I do want to uh, squeeze in uh, as many of your phone calls as we can here. 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. Let's go to Scott calling in from Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Scott. You're on the Padres post game show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Fantastic. We got a win. Went last night, went tonight. I guess I'm showing my age. Uh, Nolan Ryan, Maddox, Tom Seaver. Those guys, their arms would have had to fall off to walk out of a no-hitter. So is that just today's player? That I mean, 104 pitches? Come on. Blake, you could throw 30 more and get, get a no-no, isn't it? I don't know. I just guess I'm old school and can't believe that he'd walk himself out of that game. Yeah, well, look, uh, I get what you're saying, Scott. And, look, I, I think, you know, the baseball purist fan and, and everybody kind of feels that way and appreciate the call, Scott. You know, look, it's a it's a different day and age. Um, you know, Blake, I believe his max in pitches this year is 109. I'd have to go back and look at the game log to tell you, well, I'm doing it right now. I'll tell you right now, his uh, season high in pitches was what? I'm sorry, not 109. It was actually 113. I was off by a few. He's gone 113, 109, 109. 
Look, he came out at 104. Um, you heard during the, the post-game press conference with Bob Melvin kind of how that conversation went. And, look, he, he threw no, seven no-hit innings, um, you know, and, and they felt like he had enough for the day. And, you know, he's done so much already. And, and look, it is, you know, it is a, a different day and age for sure than, you know, the Nolan Ryans of the world and all that. But um, I get it. Look, as it's happening, I'm I'm sort of sitting there in the fifth and sixth inning honestly and looking at it saying i hope he has a couple of really quick innings but blake doesn't typically have super quick innings even when they're one two three because he strikes out so many people so you rarely get you know a five six seven pitch inning from blake snell he throws a lot of pitches as we know the walks are part of it as well he did walk four in tonight's game but look uh, i know it's what everybody wants to see but you'll take seven no hit innings any day of the week um, you know, he's got free agency coming up at, at the end of the year, and, and uh, the last thing you want is to uh, overextend uh, that left arm. And um, he was great here tonight. Certainly did his part. I understand it from the baseball purist standpoint back in the day, all of it. But, uh, you know, things tend to go a little bit different now. They protect these arms uh, a lot more now. And, uh, hey, it's the way it went. He went seven no-hit innings, and then uh, it was a decision to come out of the game. Let's go to... Jamie calling in from San Isidro. Hi, Jamie. Sammy Lab, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm good, sir. I haven't seen you in Section 114 for a while. <laughs> where Where is Section 114? Uh, you were there with, I think, your family for oh, a really? game about two or three months ago. Oh, that's possible. Could have been my uh, my mom was here, maybe. Could have said hello. Yeah, sure. Third base side. Uh, not far behind. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Calling. Yes. Go ahead. <clears throat> I miss you. I haven't seen you for a while. Good news is I think Blake Snell should be the front runner for the Cy Young Award. Mm-hmm. No excuse not to. And did they take him out at the right time? Would you let him go one more inning? You know, look, uh, you know, and, and thank you for the call. You know, look, sure, I would have loved to seen Blake go for it, or, or at least in the eighth inning, see maybe you could get through the eighth inning somehow on a few pitches and, and roll it into the ninth. Sure, you know, it's it's not what they elected to do. Um, and uh, maybe we'll we'll queue up again and, and play what Bob Melvin had to say again. But, um, you know, look, 104 pitches, it's a lot. Again, his season high is 113. He's thrown 109, 108. Uh, you know, a few times, you know, sure, I would have loved it just from the baseball fan in me, but 104 pitches did enough, and uh, Padres end up winning the game. So I didn't have any problem with it, but I get it. As the baseball purist, the fan, you're here at the ballpark, you're you're rooting for it. But, uh, you know, back in the day, they throw 150 pitches. That's, that's not the way it goes uh, anymore here in 2023, but a, a terrific outing from Blake Snell nonetheless. Uh, let's go to Chula Vista. It's Rolando. You're on the Padres Radio Network. How, how are you, Orlando? How's it going? Doing well. Yeah, I was uh, I was at the game tonight. Um, I went with my sister, uh, Monica, and my nephew, Andres. Uh, my sister got tickets, and we were sitting along the first baseline. Um, I just want to say uh, Snell pitched a hell of a game, masterful games. You know, Cy Young Award winner. Um, you know, Bogarts hit the game winner. Um, I think we need a we need a definitely a sign uh, Blake Snell to a to a, a contract uh, extension. He's well worth it. He's pitching very well right now. And uh, if we don't sign him, then he'll probably go to the Dodgers because the Dodgers are losing Aurelius. So they'll probably sign him mm-hmm. and he'll come back to Hanas. Um, I the two games that I went to this year. I uh, went to the the Kim uh, walk off, and now the Bogarts walk off. It was just mm-hmm. a, a, a good game to go to. Go Padres! Yep. Yeah, it was a great one, Rolando, and thank you for the phone call. Uh, look, as far as Blake Snell, the free agency, we'll see what happens. I mean, this team, we've talked about it extensively, has major decisions to make in that rotation, whether it be if they want to be the team that gives Blake Snell a ton of money because he's going to make a ton of money after what he's done this year. Um, they have to decide if, if they want to be that team. They have to decide what they want to do with the options on Michael Waka and Nick Martinez. Seth Lugo has a player option. 
yeah, this rotation going into next year, there are going to be possibly a lot of question marks heading into the offseason with how they fill potentially some of these spots. And, and Blake Snell's spot certainly could be one of them. Um, look, this is a team that has spent a lot of money over the last few years. Um, we'll see if they want to be that team that that's, uh, pays Blake Snell. But he's, he's going to get a sizable number, and that number is growing by the start by what he continues to do and how dominant he's been this year. And certainly, look, credit to him. He's having a tremendous walk year. He is. He's having a tremendous walk year and uh, continues to be stellar. And uh, perhaps uh, no better than what he did here tonight with the seven no-hit innings. I do want to read what Blake Snell had to say after the game. Unfortunately, we don't have this audio for you here tonight, but I do want to read this. Uh, This was written by Jeff Sanders uh, just a little while ago in the San Diego Union-Tribune. And again, this is from Blake, so I understand we're getting calls about, you know, why did he come out after seven? Why couldn't he have tried to go a little bit farther? Well, this is what Blake had to say, written by Jeff Sanders. Quote, I understand my body really well. I understand the risk reward of injury with pushing it with how hard i was throwing today it's not worth it i understand a no hitter is an amazing accomplishment it's so hard to do i understand that i also understand how much i value health i'm just not going to push for that it's an individual accolade it's cool for the team you know you get a no hitter but it's cool when the bullpen comes in and you trust them and they shut it down like they did that's a pretty i would say well thought out and sensible answer from blake's now look he, he felt like he had enough, and I trust Blake. If he feels like he's had enough, he feel, look, he is somebody who throws very hard, who, look, there are a number of quote-unquote high-stress pitches typically in an outing for Blake because he tends to get in trouble a couple of times, got in trouble in the second with a couple of base runners, had a runner in scoring position in the fifth inning, had a runner on second base in the seventh inning, ends up getting out of it with the seven no-hit innings. But, look, he knows himself, he knows his body, He's got the big picture to worry about. He's got free agency coming up. I get it. I do. I get it. Even though, you know, the baseball purist in you, yeah, you'd love to see it. You'd all love to see it. I'm sure he'd love to do it. But, yeah, it's it's a, you know, it, it, it isn't the days of Nolan Ryan. It's it's just not. It's it's a different day and age. And, hey, credit to Blake. I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit. That's a good answer there. I mean, knowing his body, knowing when he's had enough and, and kind of understanding the the big picture. So that was what Blake Snell had to say, and you can read that a full article, post-game story, in the San Diego Union-Tribune, courtesy of Jeff Sanders. All right, well, here are our play of the game coming up here in just a bit. Also replay my conversation with Sander Bogarts. But first, let's take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard here tonight. Everything has gone final in the major leagues. Rays beating the Angels 6-2 in Tampa Bay. Twins over the Reds 7-0 in Cincinnati. Marlins beat the Mets 4-3 in Miami. Nationals over the White Sox 4-3 in D.C. Joey Manessis, a pinch hit three-run homer in that game for the Nats. Blue Jays beat the Yankees 7-1 in New York. George Springer, a home run in that game for Toronto. Braves beat the Phillies 9-3 in Atlanta. Ronald Acuna Jr., a couple of home runs in that game for the Braves. Royals beat the Guardians 7-6 in Kansas City. Cubs beat the Pirates 14-1 at Wrigley Field. Alexander Canario hit a grand slam in that game for his first major league home run uh, for the Cubs. Brewers beat the Cardinals 7-3 in St. Louis. Rangers beat the Red Sox 6-4 in Arlington. Orioles beat the Astros 9-5 in Houston. Mariners beat the A's 7-2 in Oakland. Diamondbacks beat the Giants 8-4 in Arizona. And finally, the Dodgers in L.A. over the Tigers 3-2 at Dodger Stadium. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Howe. 
Grissom runs. Here's the pitch, and that's it in the air. Deep down the left field line. Jones over to the wall. At the fence. Gonna go! Home run, Xander Bogarts. The Padres, a walk-off win. Down to their final strike in the bottom of the ninth inning. Score the first two runs of this game and beat the Rockies 2-0 on Bogart's second career walk-off home run. Xander Bogarts, the big moment here tonight. The walk-off blast, the sixth walk-off hit of his career, his first as a San Diego Padre. And the Padres get one of their more memorable wins of the season, no doubt about it, certainly here at home as they win it 2-0 over the Colorado Rockies. Great moment for Xander, great moment for the fans here at Petco Park. I caught up with Xander right after the game down on the field. Xander first, did you think you kept it fair? Did you think you got enough? Not really. Uh, I mean, it's not Fenway Park with that big wall right there, so I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I saw the left fielder going towards the wall, and I'm like, oh, man, he really got this one. Uh, I'm so happy it went out. Xander, your first walk-off hit as a member of the San Diego Padres. What were your emotions rounding those bases? Pick up the boys, you know, pick up the team. Uh, I know our record is not good in extra eating, so if there's any way we can not get there, it's pretty fine. So, uh, I mean, this is what you dream of, you know, trying to try to win the game, walk off. I mean, I wasn't taking a home right there. Uh, Pitcher was throwing me pretty tough that at bat, so uh, I'm happy it went out. Why go to extra innings when you can win it in the ninth inning, right? Finally, six straight win for this team. What's working right now? Man, everyone's just contributing, you know. Uh, for the most part of this year, it's, it's been maybe one, two, three guys that have been clicking at the same time, but now I feel like the most part of the team is clicking. The starter today by those guys threw a great game. Going up against Snell, he, he really threw good. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely good to win games, especially this time of the year. Uh, we're ready until they tell us otherwise. Xander, congratulations on an awesome moment here in downtown San Diego. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. That was Xander Bogarts right after the game. What a moment for Xander and uh, hopefully a sign of things to come for Xander in a Padre uniform. He continues to have a great final stretch here in 2023. Padres, by the way, also win a sixth consecutive game for the first time since June of 2021. It's been more than two years since the Padres last won six in a row. They do it here tonight. They'll go for a seventh straight win tomorrow. All right, before we uh, wrap things up here, we've got uh, Kathy, who's been uh, waiting to chime in here. And Kathy, always a great listener, great caller. So, Kathy, you'll get the final word here on the Padres Radio Network. How are you? I'm doing really good, Sammy. And how anybody could not be happy with a win, I mean, yeah, the season wasn't great, but we won a game. I mean, and people had a great time. Snell did awesome. I really hope he comes back next year because it'd be a shame like one of the other callers says if he ended up with the Dodgers that would just ugh, that'd be really bad that'd really suck <laughs> but um you know we're doing well now be happy we're winning you know I, I don't understand how all these people that are just like well the season's over it's like no it's not we still have a few games to play yeah we may not be going to the playoffs but we still like to see wins we want our team to win Sure, sure. Yeah, Kathy, appreciate the phone call as always, and thank you for waiting on hold for a while here tonight. Look, I I understand both sides of it. They're playing good baseball. This was arguably their win of the year, certainly the ending of the year, the walk-off home run by Bogarts, and my goodness, their first walk-off win since the very early part of the season. In April, they're playing really good baseball, and I'm with you, Kathy. I'd much rather them finish this season really strong than the other way around for as underwhelming disappointing whatever adjective you want to use that the year as a whole has been and look considering the expectations there's no question about that that it has not been what you dreamt up whatsoever but the other side of the coin is hey if you can finish strong here that that's i suppose something to smile about heading into the winter now does that mean a whole lot going into spring training going into opening day 2024 i have no idea there's a full off season uh between now and then you know and and a lot that could happen between now and then so i don't know if there's any carry over there but kathy i'm I'm certainly with you in this sense 
just for the fans, like let me let me just look at it from that perspective. These fans here have been so awesome all year. The sellouts, record-breaking attendance. They're going to crush the Petco Park attendance record here this week. Just for the fans, I'm glad the fans had a moment like this here tonight. I'm glad they deserve it. They've deserved better than than what they've got this year, based on what they've they've done this season. Going back to Peoria. So I'm I'm just happy for the fans, and and so for that reason, even alone, I'd rather them win and have some moments like this, and and be happy about that. Is the totality of it what you thought it would be? No, but you'd certainly rather have a little fun here towards the end. That's the way I think about it. Hey, makes makes my life more fun, no doubt about that. So, and certainly for the fans, they they deserve the, a moment like this here tonight to cheer, to yell, to celebrate, and to. Uh, Watch the players with a lot of smiles on their faces as well and have a really good time. The the celebration at home plate, the Gatorade bath, all of it. Good to see. Maybe some good good stuff going into the winter. Not a terrible thing. No doubt about that. All right, looking ahead to tomorrow. It'll be the final game of this three-game series between the Padres and the Colorado Rockies. Padres will go for a seventh consecutive win. First pitch tomorrow, little Wednesday day game, 1.10 p.m. first pitch. Eco-Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 12.10. Pitching matchup tomorrow, right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres and right-hander Chase Anderson on the mound for Colorado. Again, first pitch tomorrow afternoon at 1.10, and our pregame coverage begins at 12.10. Taking a look at the final totals here tonight for the Padres. Two runs, five hits, no errors. They left on nine. For the Rockies, no runs, two hits, no errors. They left on five. Winning pitcher Josh Hader, who pitched the scoreless ninth inning. He improves to one and three. Losing pitcher Tyler Kinley, who gave up the home run to Bogarts. He drops to 0 and three. Time of game, two hours and 43 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, another great one, 39,809. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 2 and the Colorado Rockies nothing. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.